Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Bud, where we speak with entrepreneurs, investors, thought leaders, researchers, advocates, and policymakers who are finding new and exciting ways for cannabis to positively impact business, society, and culture. And now, here is your host, business coach, Bruce Eckfeldt. Welcome, everyone. This is Thinking Outside the Bud. I'm Bruce Eckfeldt. I'm your host. I'm here today with Julie Wilson. Julie is president and co-founder of Be True Wellness. Julie, welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for having me. So why don't we start? I always like to start these episodes with a little bit of background and kind of understanding, you know, how you got into the business, your entrepreneurial background, how you first kind of got into cannabis and the cannabis market. So why don't we sort of go back to the beginning for you? What's the beginning of your story? And and why don't we get a little bit of background on you? Oh, man. Okay. well, I'm going to make a long story short. I'm not going to bore you guys too much, but I started developing herbal supplements about 12 years ago. It started out as a habit because I personally changed my life tremendously just by using herbs, superfoods, changing my diet. So my personal healing really led me to have a passion for helping other people. Because I was told that I was never going to get better. You know, the doctors wanted to cut me open, all of these things. And when I was able to cure myself and heal myself of my ailments back then at that time, I thought, you know, how many people out there don't know about this? The power of plant-based healing. And at this time in my life, I really was not using, I wasn't using any kind of cannabis or hemp Mm -hmm. um, other than like hemp seeds and superfoods, hemp proteins and stuff like that. But I wasn't actually using any of the, you know, the the phytocannabinoids that you find in the plant. That didn't come till years later. I developed uh, my first company called Raw Nation. I made certified organic supplements. I actually created the very first and only certified organic libido enhancer (laughs) on the market. It's still the only certified organic libido enhancer on the market. So I experienced success with that and sold that company about five years ago. Okay. And uh, I was living in North Carolina at the time, and I 
thought, you know what? I'm a single mom. So I was like, I'm just going to retire for a little bit, semi-retire, finish mm-hmm. raising my son, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah. And um, I ended up moving to California. I live in Los Angeles now. And, you know, an entrepreneur <laughs> cannot stay retired for very long. Yes. So what happened was I met someone who had really transformed themselves using yeah. cannabis, specifically CBD mm-hmm. and uh, derived from hemp. So I had always kind of been leery of the plant myself. And I'm just being honest yeah. here yeah. because I'm one of those people that was leery of it. I'm from the South, born and raised, you know, a little bit more conservative area. So I was steered clear of the plant thinking, you know, I don't want to be high. I don't want to advocate getting high. And it's just so funny, the transformation I've come from that, because I realize now the medical benefits of this plant, specifically on the non-psychoactive side, like forget about the THC, all of these cannabinoids and, you know, it's unbelievable. The terpenes, everything that's in this plant, it's like manna from heaven Mm -hmm. when it comes to really supporting the body in in an integral way. And I met some people that had really transformed their health out here in California and So I started researching and the more I found research data, you know, I looked up like Mishulam who's doing the CBD research in Israel and I'm just, my friends call me an herb nerd because I just get, (laughs) I can read a book as thick as the Bible about ginseng. Like Like, what in the world? And um, I started just immersing myself in research and data on this plant. And then I started using it. Once again, I I steered clear of the THC side of things. Mm -hmm. I just really wanted to focus on CBD. And what I found was just phenomenal. And I I said, I really need to get involved. I want to create products again. The reason I really wanted to get involved, and I think any entrepreneur, especially someone who creates things, can agree with me on this, is when you're passionate about something and you see that there is a need for a change in the market, Mm -hmm. there's a hole that needs to be filled specifically. Yeah. That's when you really start to process you need to be involved. And what I noticed wasn't happening in this industry because I started going to trade shows and all over the place just to do my due diligence. And there wasn't any products that were marketed to the mainstream, really, when I when I got started a couple years ago. And there wasn't any clean products. So I said, you know what? I, I see something that's amazing and I see a bunch of people that are missing out because it's not packaged properly. And that's where Be True Wellness was born. That's great. And I think, you know, it's curious that the sort of stories that I hear, people going going through that transformation in terms of thinking and mindset around cannabis. I mean, it sounds like you had a fairly sort of data, research, logical kind of approach. It sounds like you had access and the kind of proclivity to actually go out and do the research. For, For people that don't have as much information at this point and are kind of skeptical of you know, cannabis as a category, as a subject, what do you think would help them begin to understand or sort of see, have a broader view of cannabis as, as a plant, as a medicine, as uh, an industry, as a business? How, how would you suggest they go through that process or get more information about cannabis? That's a great question. You're right. Cause I just am sponge to learn things. And yeah. a lot of people, it's, a, it's an intimidating world out there, especially Very. in this industry. It is probably, of all the herbs I've studied and know about, it is probably the most confusing plant <laughs> because 
is it cannabis? Is it marijuana? Is it sativa? Is it indica? Is it CBD? Is it CBD one? Is it CBD two? I mean, it is very overwhelming. And I think the most important thing to understand is, I mean, the human body is very overwhelming. You know, if you want to talk about the digestive system and then the brain and the nervous system and the lungs, and I mean, you can get overwhelmed, but to just kind of focus on one thing at a time. Okay. You know, and and looking at it as, okay, take away the stigma of it being a plant that gets you high mm-hmm. and understand that that's only one tiny element that doesn't have to be part of your regimen. Yeah. You know, and I think that in an industry really steering away from the word cannabis because mm-hmm. cannabis is an umbrella for mm-hmm. hemp and marijuana. Yep. So when you say cannabis, you're lumping it all into there. And I think that's where a lot of FDA letters are going out and there's a lot mm-hmm. of labeling compliance issues, which is a whole nother conversation. But that word cannabis, because it also means marijuana, mm-hmm. can be quite confusing. So I really wanted to make things more simple, you know, keep it simple, stupid, you know. Mm-hmm. And so in Be True Wellness, we don't use cannabis. We, we use the word hemp because that's yep. where our products are derived from or us personally. Yeah. And keeping labels clean, keeping things simple, looking up the benefits of hemp, Hemp itself is confusing because you've got hemp seed oil, which it does not contain CBD. You've got the stalks and the flowers and the leaves. So you're still confused, but looking at it from a perspective of which part of the plant do you want to look at? You want to look at marijuana, you want to look at hemp and then Mm -hmm. break it down from there instead of just encompassing everything under cannabis. And I'm just talking through like marketing to the mainstream. Yeah. And I think that's an important one because I think a lot of the business focus, a lot of the marketing focus has been to people who are kind of already in the cannabis culture or the cannabis world in some, in some respect. But the fact is, is that represents a fairly small percentage of the general market and effectively translating, explaining the benefits of these different products to the general population, to the people that don't understand this market and don't have the education pieces to it are going to be really important. So tell me a little bit more about Be True in terms of what it's focused on in terms of products, in terms of markets. Who are you really trying to reach and what are the products that you're putting out into the market and why, why those products? Like why choose those? Well, Be True Wellness, like I said, was was formed out of a need to want to make hemp products mainstream. Okay. And that's exactly what we've done with our packaging. If you go to our website, I know you've been on there, BeTrueWellness.com. And Be True is spelled B-E-T-R-U without the E at the end, wellness.com. We really wanted to come full spectrum approach to these products. Mm-hmm. And so we have an entire line that consists of three different words, mind, body, and soul. Okay. Pretty self-explanatory if you really think about it. Body, any of our body products are going to be topical related. Mm -hmm. Right now we have two products under the body umbrella, body pain relief cream, and then we have a body pain relief patch. Mm -hmm. Our topical products are time-released, but we add so many other ingredients in with our products, and that's what makes it so powerful because, you know, with my herbal background, I know there's so many other plants that are beneficial to the body than just using hemp. And cannabis. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the, the products out there now are just, you know, hemp extract in a bottle or CBD oils or, and I know that there's, you can get a more synergistic effect and a, have a more efficacious product if yep. you're adding these other ingredients. Yep. So that's exactly what we've done. Our sole product is an, a sublingual intraoral spray under the tongue. Yep. It's loaded with superfoods. I mean, we've got, I told you I love ginseng. We've yeah. got ginseng in there. We have astragalus, we have goji berry. So it's an adaptogenic blend. It's incredible. And then we have mind, which is a cognitive support formula, obviously. That's a chewable gummy. Mm-hmm. 
and we're just coming out with so many products. It's unbelievable. We're developing a skincare line right now. Mm-hmm. It's really incredible, all the stuff that we have going. And it's just, it's all of these other ingredients added in and with their potency combined with the purest of hemp extract. You know, not all hemp is created equal. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it sucks up heavy metals from the ground. It can be highly toxic if you don't have it tested. You, you know, it has to be organic. And all of these things play into it. So our ingredients are very pure, the best ever. And uh, we have a mission here, and it's making lives better. Yep. Everything we do from creating products to dealing with um, retailers that we work with to environment for our employees, we just believe in making lives better. Yeah. And that's our um, thought process here at Be True Wellness. So talk to me a little bit about the product development process and strategy. How, just from a business point of view, like how have you looked at the product development process? Where are you gathering data? Or do you have a particular kind of market research or customer research that you have found particularly important or helpful for you? How do you figure out like which products to actually go to market with, how to formulate them or how to kind of design them to meet the needs in the current market? And, and how do you develop new products for the future? How do you go to creating a, a product pipeline internally? I think... We don't have a specific strategy for that, but we're not winging it either. I mean, we do have a thought process here. We have an incredible team. Like, I'm super grateful to have the team I have. I mean, I think the universe puts the people in around you that you need to advance. And right now I have 12 people working with me that are brilliant, combined, different backgrounds, different strengths. And so together, you know, we have board meetings every week mm-hmm. and we discuss, you know, what products we're going to work with next. We have chemists on hand that we work with that are super incredible. So I use a lot of different feedback in deciding what we're going to do next. We're right now in the process of having a 12 month drip campaign where we're launching new products every two to three months mm-hmm. for the next year. And we're putting the final touches on that, but it could change. <laughs> you know, depending on uh, you know how the year goes, but but we, we we have a plan, and it's just it's having just incredibly smart people here that that have the same values. Yeah, possible to give us a little insight on what some of those values are. What has been important to you as you build your team? The things that you have found are common amongst the people that work out really well. That are common in terms of the people that have been most helpful and effective for you in terms of surrounding yourself you know, with a leadership team or with a group that's really going to drive the business? I think it really boils down to people that are motivated beyond a paycheck. Yeah. And you can find that out pretty early on with someone, what their values are. We really like, like I said, I mean, are making lives better. We have it posted all over our offices and that needs to be the number one Mm -hmm. thing you think of. You know, I told you I was a single mom. So if we have a single mom working for us, I'm going to make sure that we can support her so that she can you know, have the flexibility that she needs. Yeah. And, but we also need that same reciprocated attitude of they're going to give their all and yeah. more for just a paycheck. And we have that right now. We have an incredible team that really wants to make a difference. I mean, for lack of sounding cheesy, I mean, we really do want to make a difference. That's why we're all doing this. I mean, yeah. there are some people that dive into this space because they see dollar signs and I respect that. Yeah. There definitely is money to be made. But if you can also, make the best products and help people in the process of making a paycheck. That's a pretty great feeling for me anyway. Yeah. And I think that the whole kind of cannabis market, cannabis sector, 
is, you know, I think is, is going through that to some extent, you know, having it be such a kind of gold rush or green rush here that there is a lot of money chasing things, which means I think there's a lot of kind of skewed decision making or, or heavily weighted decisions in terms of the financial side. And I, I think companies that are looking at it more holistically in terms of what is what is really their purpose and what are their core values and, and why are we doing this beyond profit incentive here is going to be important, particularly as as things get more challenging as competition increases, as the market kind of matures, I think be, you'll see a lot of separating out those that have a bigger picture and those that are were just in it for the money. Uh, well, so. I'm glad you brought that up, Bruce, yeah. because I truly feel that we, as competitors in this industry, we need to be friendly competitors yeah. and support each other because there's enough room in the market for all of us. There just is. Yeah. I mean, there's an abundance of people out there that need our help. And so if we can make this industry not so tarnished, you know, you're always going to have those techie people that want to throw up websites and mm -hmm. make false claims and make their millions and bow out and have terrible return policies and customer service and get people <laughs> soured to this industry. Yeah. I saw it before when I was, you know, when I created the libido enhancer, yeah. because that was the time when everybody was doing the sex pills yeah. and it was all a gimmick, a lot of it. Yeah. And so it's up to us to make sure that we don't tarnish this industry any more than it already is. We have to break that cycle of coming in, being greedy, taking advantage of people and selling them products that aren't quality. Like I love meeting competitors. I feel like anybody who's helping people is not a competitor. They're an ally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a lot of what, you know, the intention of the podcast is to bring together folks that are in this industry to kind of share some of these common values and share learnings and share the kind of the goals of the industry. What do you think are some ways? So listeners here are, you know, involved in cannabis companies, interested in starting cannabis companies, either on the technical side, on the investment side, product development, et cetera. What would you suggest that they think about or do or consider as they kind of get into this? What questions do they need to ask themselves about why they're getting into it or, you know, what the, what the outcome is for them? You know what? I think my, that's a great question. And I do have some advice. And my, the very first thing I thought of when you started asking me this question was, and this is something I wish I would have done both times I created yeah. supplement companies is before you do anything else, before you even start sketching out a logo or <laughs> start doing research, get an attorney uh -huh. and get a couple of attorneys, get a FDA attorney okay. and get a business and, and cannabis law attorney okay. because you need to understand when you're creating products that are ingestible and people are putting on their bodies, it's not like you're selling people, you know, a widget or a rubber band. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is stuff that, and then you're also dealing with federal law and even state by state, it's different. Yeah. And you just want to make sure that you're doing everything compliant. If you mm -hmm. really want to create a, a lasting company and you're going to make some super expensive mistakes and you can avoid a lot of those by having really good legal counsel by your side yeah. from day one. <laughs> Any particular questions you should have or thing, you know, sort of checklist items that you suggest people go through? I don't know. I mean, to the extent that you've had, you've had learning experiences <laughs> that you can help oh, people avoid. <laughs> wow. How much time you got? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, listen, we all, it, it, there's always going to be challenges in business. Yeah. I mean, that, that's why a lot of people don't make it because it, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, it's tougher than raising children sometimes <laughs> starting this business yeah. and growing it. 
There's a lot of similarities, too. Yeah, and everybody has an idea, right? Ideas don't pay the bills, okay? You have to have a structure, and you have to make that idea come to fruition. You know, everybody has an idea. Oh, I got, and especially once you start developing products and people contact me all the time, and they're like, I've got this idea, and I want to do this. And I'm like, well, have you considered this, 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 and this? You know, I mean, do you have insurance on that product? Are you, you know, where are you going to have it made? Where are you going to source your ingredients from? And they don't have any answers. So like I said, I mean, ideas are are wonderful, but you have to really also get people around you that have business sense and legal sense. But yeah, I mean, (laughs) just be okay with making mistakes, but be prepared. It will happen. And if you're passionate enough about something, it won't matter. You'll, you'll make it work and and you'll learn and and move forward. I I mean, this industry ebbs and flows so much right now. Yeah. It's already changed. It's going to change even more. You just got to be prepared to roll with the tide. Yeah. Anything. So you're touching on a interesting concept. I think it's it's true in just entrepreneurship in general, but certainly in the cannabis space, given so much what's going on, any particular strategies for kind of dealing with setbacks or challenges or, or things that don't necessarily work right? How, how do you kind of personally approach, approach those in a way that's going to be kind of positive and make them learning experiences and not get uh, sort of disabled by them in terms of continuing to move forward. Any strategies? Oh, you know, um, this is going to sound cheesy. I'm just (laughs) forewarning, but I'm really being honest here. Yeah. Having gratitude. Yeah. Gratitude will change your life. And when you're in a situation where you feel like your world is crumbling, whether it's your business or personal or what, you got to write down all the the pros you've got going on. And it's very difficult to do sometimes because you just, you know, you want to feel like a martyr and you're just, woe is me. And why is this happening? And if I feel myself getting in that mindset, Mm -hmm. I'm really quick at this point in my life to stamp myself out of it and say, okay, look how far I've come. And I've heard the saying a million times, I didn't come this far to quit now. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just gotta, it's called life. I mean, life yeah. has setbacks. It's, I mean, look how far we've come as an industry. Yeah. And that's not because people rolled over and gave up. I mean, you know, the big pharma, the FDA, all of these things, you know, I hate to bash, but and I don't think all of those people are bad by mm-hmm. any means, but I do think that there's a corrupt situation going on and we giving up is not going to, is not going to help. I mean, you can't, I always like to look at, think of other real life stories too, like Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. I mean, that's (laughs) a really good example of the, of the underdog who really won. Granted, that was a very rare situation, but without her tenacity, you know, that wouldn't have happened. And all of those people would have been vindicated. So I just think that we have to just persevere, be grateful for how far we've come and continue on. Yeah. And I appreciate you sharing that. I mean, I think that's one thing that I, I certainly found in my entrepreneurial journey was when I saw people that had been extremely successful talk about times when they were not. <laughs> and just and just knowing, yeah. just knowing that, you know, it's, it's easy to put people on a pedestal. It's easy to see all the wonderful accomplishments, you know, other people have done. It's not so easy to see the struggle and the, the times when they, you know, got things wrong and they had meltdowns and they were, you know, left crumbling on the floor for a little while trying to figure out what the next step was. We have all been there and we will all be mm-hmm. there again at different points. And it's at some level, it, it's part of the process, but part of the process is to keep going on that stuff. Well, and I think when you go through that, you get a lot more immune to it. I mean, now it's, it's funny when things happen. I'm kind of like, oh, really? Is that all you got? Okay, next. Because <laughs> I'm like, I remember being like the single mom working yeah. two jobs, actually being incredibly ill, sick, yeah. and, you know, really feeling like I had no hope. Yeah. And to now and struggling through, you know, now two businesses starting and it's I look back and I'm like, would I do it all over again if I could? I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> like, but it, it's really rewarding. And it also makes you humble because yeah. you're like, okay, I've come a really long way and 
nothing's really going to, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Yeah. Let's just pull our pants up and deal with this situation. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, and so that's because you're, you, you kind of touched on a little bit. I always, always like to have a little conversation with women who are in an entrepreneurial journey who have, have gone through this, particularly women in the cannabis space. What is it like, or what have you noticed about being an entrepreneur, about being in the cannabis space? that would be interesting to share kind of insights you've developed. I'm sure there are a lot of women entrepreneurs in this uh, space listening to the program. What would be good sort of thoughts or advice or experience shares that you can give them? You know, it can be very intimidating. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I've always worked in male dominated industries and it hasn't ever really been easy. You feel like you have to kind of prove yourself a little bit more. You know, I, I worked for Harley Davidson for seven years and yeah. I was a marketing director there. And I, that's, that's a pretty and male, male dominated you know? industry. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, creating like herbal supplements that were designed for libido enhancement. Mm-hmm. I mean, going to those trade shows and stuff, it was definitely, I would say 80% men. Mm-hmm. And I love working around men. I mean, I think the best advice I can give women is don't consider yourself different. I mean, I don't ever join women only groups. Mm-hmm. I when I go to trade shows like Expo West and stuff and they have women in leadership and they have their private groups and it's just women, I don't go. And it's not because I don't respect those women. And and, and if that's what they need, that's fine. But I don't look at myself as different than a man just because I'm a woman. I mean, mm-hmm. we're business people and we're here to make a difference. And that I think I think creating a lot of division actually does the opposite of yeah. what people think it does, you know, and I can't say the same for minorities. I don't know what that feels like, but I know what it feels like to be a woman. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that is, you can't even look at yourself as different. You walk in the room just like a man would and you, you know, you handle it and you can't let people offend you. You know, if, if anyone is condescending or, or, you know, I had many, not many, it really hasn't happened often. I'll be honest with you. Most people are very respectful, but you Mm -hmm. have your handful of scumbags every now and then that will be very condescending and, and even mean. I mean, I, I was in a meeting one time and this is a funny story, so I'll share with you, but I was in a board meeting one time and there was a man that walked in and he'd never met me. He didn't know my role in the company and, um, he would not look me in the eye. And every time I had something to say, he just interrupted and talked over me. And then he finally looked at me and said, I need you to go get me a cup of coffee. And <laughs> I looked down at him and I'm like, first of all, I'll get anybody a cup of coffee. I don't care about that. But it was the yeah. way he asked. And when he found out that I was the president of the company, his attitude changed a bit. So I was a little offset by that. But I really laughed about it more than yeah. anything because I thought that's very close minded of him to make that assumption. Yeah. And I got him his coffee, but I didn't do business with him anymore. Yeah. And my whole, you know, my whole thing is don't be offended and don't look at yourself as any different. That's my advice. Yeah, that's good. I thank you for sharing that. So we're going to come up on time here a little bit. If people want to find out more about you, about Be True, about the products, what's the best way to contact you, get a hold of you, find out more? Well, uh, the best way is obviously our website in this day and age. So um, like I mentioned earlier, it's betruewellness.com and it's B-E-T-R-U wellness.com. Um, my email, if you guys want to reach me direct, I would love mm-hmm. to answer any questions and continue right. the conversation. Right. It's Julie, J U L I E at be wellness.com. Of course, all of our social media handles are be true wellness, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, follow us, please. And try our products. We have a 30 day money back guarantee. We have super high quality 
free of heavy metals, organic, amazing synergistic herbal blends that we stand behind 100%. And, you know, anything I can do to support um, advice I can offer, I'm still learning, but yeah. uh, I would love to, to help. So please, anytime. That's great. And I'll make sure that all of those links and emails and everything are in the show notes. Why don't we finish up with just a question on what do you think we should be expecting or what do you what do you see happening for the cannabis industry over the next uh, 12 months, 24 months? What, what do you think is going to come down the pike here for us. You know, everybody says it's the next dot com and I'm telling you I see it. Mm-hmm. I see it, I feel it. It's it's a wave that is building momentum bigger than anything I've seen in my lifetime. So that is super exciting. It's also a little bit unknown because you don't know about federal law when what things are going to change. I have great feeling that things are going to change. I would like to see sessions gone. That's a different conversation. <laughs> but but you know, I'm very hopeful and I think that it is definitely, I mean, but just like with tech, you know, it, it's you got to have your stuff together before you try to get out there. I mean, it's going to be like you said earlier, you got to have a tight ship, you got to be legal, you got to be compliant, you got to have everything Right. You got to be developing products with integrity and you'll be able to to soar past all these people coming in, trying to ride the coattails to make the money. So just getting everything as an industry, just getting all of our loose ends together and being prepared for this because it's I see it, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Julie, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on the program. We'll look forward to kind of seeing how things go. We can record another session in, in the future yeah. here and, and see what of those uh, kind of predictions and, and comments come to fruition and catch up on how your business goes. Well, thank you so much. And send me the link to this. I'll share it with our, our group as well. We'll make sure we do that. Thanks again. Thank you so much. Have a good day. You've been listening to Thinking Outside the Bud with business coach Bruce Eckfeldt. To find a full list of podcast episodes, download the tools and worksheets, and access other great content, visit the website at thinkingoutsidethebud.com. And don't forget to sign up for the free newsletter at thinkingoutsidethebud.com forward slash newsletter. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.